0: Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noizera, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer, and I have titled this episode "Protesting Tyranny, Fourth Generation Warfare, and Earth's Afflictions." Why? Well I'll just put it to you, I'll just give it to you guys simple We cover stuff like Jade Helm 15, UX 16, Operation Gotham Shield, Martial Law in America, Thunderstorm Spiral And all the other civil unrest that we see building here in the country and so much more I kid you not gang, this is probably one of the more powerful episodes of this season that we've done This is no conspiracy, we cover facts, real hard, real fast So a few quick updates before we get the show started Make sure you download the show notes. Go to the website, actionsoffreedom.jimdo.com, and when you're there, go to the episode article, nine, season nine, fourteen, show number nine fourteen. Go down to the bottom of the article, download the show notes, and follow along with what we are doing. Uh, the mini cast that we did earlier this week, "How to Stop Fear Harvesting," you guys can find that link in the description bar below. And with that being said, let's start the show. Site, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noise Era, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer, and this is show number 914, season 9, episode 14. We have a lot of different things to talk to you guys about. I'll be honest, this isn't going to be a, a normal episode, and this is why I kind of find my... I asked you guys this question uh, earlier today, I'll, I'll keep asking it so the audience sees Uh, But I find myself getting a little bit more caught up in the news and not really explaining the research. And so I asked the question in our Instagram story to you, good people, uh, what types of episodes would you prefer? Ones that are more research oriented, uh, i.e. the occult world, the transhuman reality, terraforming earth, uh, things like that, or where we're just simply covering the news, where we're playing catch up within the week. So uh, send me emails, comment, or the next time that we do the Instagram Live, you guys let me know what type of shows do you prefer, research-oriented or ones where we're covering the news. And the reason I ask that is because uh, it's October, which means Halloween's right around the corner, uh, which means you guys have another paranormal perspective coming your way. And as I find myself becoming uh, more immersed in the work, more sure of what we're doing, the sophistication that I keep trying to uh, talk to you guys about. I keep trying to, again, think of better ways to explain what's going on, to diversify the content because I tell you guys you deserve it. And at the same time, make sure that it's not generic. You know, We really are a truly or, or organic and unique operation. You, for, for, for some people, you guys have almost been listening for, gosh, going on like five years now. Some people have been paying attention before we even became Freedom Faction and Factions of Freedom. You know, and that's a crazy concept because look at where we're at now. And if I could just pull my head out of my rear end and start figuring uh, other aspects of this all out, we could be doing so much more. And that's the crazy part. Because this week alone, guys, I don't, I don't want to tell you a lot. I can't tell you a lot of the back end stuff that's going on. Uh, but some of the front end things that are happening is Riza Islam is getting out of jail. Ezekiel Reyes, a Black Sun Organite, is getting back on his feet. Uh, third Eye Opener, Adam Third Eye Opener, is uh, opening up different accounts to, 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 to do something. Uh, and these are, these are just public things that are going on. Uh, pages are being taken down left and right. Censorship is very real. Uh, people, it, it really is crazy. And yet we are still here talking about biblical trumpet sounds vaccines, GMOs, chemtrails, and all these other crazy things. So it, it, we, we, we really are a, a organic and unique operation. Uh, and we really do need to treat it as such. Because when I tell you guys that I have a marathon mindset and a marathon approach to how I'd like to run this thing, I'm telling you, we need to be in here for the long haul. Uh, right now, California is experiencing a blackout. A decent amount of our, our, our listenership is based in California, and they're experiencing a blackout at the moment. Uh, and I've talked with uh, Zach Freeman of uh, UC UC Fit Apparel about that as well, about being a wartime podcast, you know, and being that light at the end of the night that people cuddle up, cuddle up next to, you know, where you just get this image of just like the city, the grid's down. People only have like a radio or like some smart device or dumb device that's able to play like our podcast. And here we are still being able to talk about this type of stuff because of how we're navigating. But this is for the future. And you've got to prepare for it because it's coming that fast, guys. It really is. It, it, it truly, really is. And so, I find myself always asking the question: You know, am I delivering people from the matrix or am I delivering them to the beast? And these are the questions that I have to ask because these are the days that we are in. And the more that we, the more that we get sure of what we're doing, we have got to commit. We can't have half measures. Uh, and so this, this really is a a, a tremendous time to be alive. You know, and so I'll say this and then we'll get started in the show. Two things for you guys. Uh, One, it is October, which means uh, we will be recording basically on Halloween, which means you guys will be getting a paranormal perspective. So if you would like to submit your stories, please do so to the email that is attached uh, not only to the episode article, but at the very bottom of every single uh, uh, format of this episode. So go to our email, send us an email of your story. Uh, And we will try to get those together for the paranormal perspective. Now, the second thing that I want to talk to you guys about real quick, and then we'll start the episode, is just this. Uh, Throughout the week, I've been trying to ask the question to you, the audience, of two things. What types of shows would you prefer? One, research-oriented, where we focus on things like the transhuman reality, the occult world, terraforming Earth, specific topics where we're able to break things down, the states and emergencies, or where we're covering the news. Uh, the episodes that we typically like, or the typical the, the typical episodes that we do, catching up with what happened in the week, and so uh, the reason I ask this is because I constantly have to diversify the information, make sure it's unique and organic, and how you guys receive the information, it's got to be switched up. People get habituated, they get used to things, and they miss some of the gold. And I and I and I want to give you guys the gold. Um, you know, I, I want to make sure the people that are paying attention, because we will be. Uh, overhauling our exclusive members program. They unlocked the Vimeo account so they can now privately download the videos. Uh, They can publicly view them and then privately download them for later. It's it's pretty cool. Um, But we will be overhauling our exclusive membership. And while I'm doing all these things for the masses, it's that core listenership that's been with us since at least like 2014, 15, 16 that I want to do this for. Uh, because as, as I see all these people being taken down, people getting shut down, shut up and all this here and and all these things, the more I stick my neck out here in the open for everyone, the, the more obvious I become, the lonelier it gets as I see all these other people being trimmed off. And so I really do worry about these types of things. Uh, and I just find myself reacting and trying to create like, um, trying to create an effective means to deal with these things. So, yeah, that's kind of, that, that that is, I think that would be a good way for me to summarize uh, what happened this week, some of the revelations I got, uh, and some of the things that need to take place within myself and within the operation in order for us to be guaranteed success into the future. And that's a, a very, very powerful thing to say. And with that being said, let's start the show. So, how do we, how do we start off this week? You know, we, we, we left off last week talking about uh, cannabis lounges, a fentanyl ring being busted, uh, you know, the manufactured ma- silence of the masses, stuff like that, traitorous alliances, scumbag Antifa, and stuff like that. How do we start off this transmission? Huh? You know, how how should we start off this transmission? Well, I think the simplest way to explain that to you guys uh, in the segment titled protesting tyranny, you know, we're talking about the Hong Kong government, the social credit score system, Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders, and these blackouts in California. The podcast itself, in my eyes, is the epitome of a protest to the new world order. Uh, You know, the tyranny that we're seeing, one one of the major developments that happened this week was the NBA in China squaring off uh, somebody, that, a coach or somebody that worked with the NBA. He liked a tweet about uh, pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong and China decided to essentially just like take, these, take people's money and do all kinds of stuff. And so now you have all these jocks, these people that pay attention to the NBA saying, whoa, what's going on here? I didn't realize that China had this much, uh, this much control. South Park ended up making like their own, their own episode, tongue in cheek, kind of trolling how authoritarian China's becoming. And then I for, I forget uh, who I forget who the people were, uh, but it was like two pundits on NBA uh, on one of these channels, ESPN. I forget, uh, but he was talking about the whole point of, of appeasing China at this point is because of the listenership and the viewers they have. We have like two billion people over here. They have like over three hundred. 300 billion, I don't know, I forget their numbers, but they have insane amounts of numbers. And it's all about money. It's all about money and control. And that's what's happening. The cloak is being ripped off on China. We're seeing how they have their hands stuck up the rear end of America. And we're seeing the influence that they they exert. They've already bought up uh, major Hollywood facilities or major Hollywood producing houses. Uh, We already see their influence in music. We see them influencing within the colleges. We're being infiltrated. We're being invaded by the Chai And so when when we're talking about this type of stuff, I don't understand why people see it only as race. This is like, <laughs> unless you want to consider them like a homogenous race. You see, I talked about that last week as well. China's not taking in any of these migrants. They're not appearing to any of these, to the, UN, to the United Nations uh, summits. You know, they're not a part of this whole climate change nonsense. They're not abiding by Agenda 21. They're the, one of the biggest uh, polluters of global emissions, but we don't hear a word about that. What we do here is how much weight they're able to throw around and how much influence they have over American politics, and that's dangerous. American politics and American media. We're not allowed to talk about how they treat their citizens. We're not allowed to talk about their social credit score system. We're not allowed to talk about how they harvest the organs of their political dissidents. We're not allowed to talk about how they treat uh, people who have religious morals and beliefs. Remember, we've discussed how China uh, has replaced the Ten Commandments with uh, Xi Jinping quotes And for a while there, all I was doing was talking about uh, uh, President Xi Jinping's war against religion, destroying churches, burning buildings, burning Bibles, ripping up graveyards. And this is all this is all in the past. You see, this is this is literally all in the past. And now they have enough strength because we've just passed their 70th year anniversary. Communist China has enough strength and gumption to begin to tell us what to do. So if you don't think this is going to lead to some kind of crazy situation, I don't know what to tell you. Again, we play for you the clip of uh, U.N. Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez talking about the fracturing that is taking place in the world uh, between the U.S. and China. So, so when, I, when, I, when I tried to aptly title this segment uh, protesting tyranny, I think people should really understand what tyranny looks like. What tyranny looks like. I, I, I watched a video uh, from the Young Americans for Freedom page on Instagram, and <laughs> this guy's just he's just talking, and then out of nowhere, these kids that are in that are in uh, the hall, the auditorium, wherever this guy's speaking, they just begin to shout "fascist, fascist, fascist, fascist." You know, and they're all just trying to get everybody hyped so they can say "fascist, fascist, fascist." And I'm looking at these kids, and you know, none of these kids are actually there for an education; these are smug kids who want to tell you what to do, who are not there for like higher learning. Like it, it, it really is crazy. So my point behind interjecting this is we have been infiltrated. They have somehow conscripted an entire generation to throw away its legacy, to throw away where it came from and to trade its values out for things that are that that, that would basically destroy them. You see, like there's there's so much stuff going on that it is crazy. And when I tell you that we've been infiltrated, that we've been invaded, this is what would happen your your invading force would tell you hey put down your firearms hey you know there there's no future for your country hey kill yourself we if you if you dial back everything that is happening to america right now we are already in the stages of a civil war within our own country for sure and that we're already in the preliminary stages of a global conflict and this is crazy so when so when i'm trying to title this segment protest and tyranny Realized that, it was, realized that it was Hillary Clinton that publicly asked China to go and look at Donald Trump's emails. It was, it was Hillary Clinton who lined herself up with Russia with the Uranium One deal. It was Obama, through fast and furious, that trafficked guns uh, into Mexico. <laughs> you see, and so, when I'm saying protesting tyranny, we have to say, we have to protest it all. Because injustice for, injustice for one is injustice for all. And that's what's happening right now. So I stand with the Hong Kongers and, 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 and not wanting to be extradited back to China to have their organs harvested. That's tyranny. I stand with freedom. So let's get into some of this stuff. And so uh, we can we can start getting into everything that's going on because it truly is a monumental time to be alive, really. Uh, but earlier this week, we had information coming out about the Hong Kong government. Considering an internet ban to stop all protests, they realized uh, that people were, because they've been doing this thing for a while now, they've been using Tinder, Pokemon Go, and other various apps to coordinate. They understand that Big Brother, that China, back on the mainland, with their social credit score system, they understand like what they're doing with their minority report uh, technology. So they're having to literally innovate ways to organize these protests. Uh, But here, let me play for you guys this quick video, and then I'll get in this article.
1: I have a YouTube channel. I don't care. But today, we do this on purpose. Okay? The police force in Hong Kong is completely under the command of the Chinese Communist Party. It's the tyranny, which is the existential risk of humanity. Understand this.
0: Existential. period. And that was uh, from the Young Americans Against Socialism. And this article comes from uh, News. It's by Paul Joseph Watson. We put this up October 7th. It says the Hong Kong government is considering an internet ban as the latest tactic to stop protests and riots that have been ongoing since June. As violence continues to escalate, a ban on face masks that, put, that was put in effect before the weekend failed to keep thousands of demonstrators off the streets who defied the new law. Now authorities are refusing to to rule out blocking the internet in an effort to stop protesters organizing. Quote, "Currently, the government is considering all possible legal options to halt the violence, which couldn't rule out an internet ban in the future." Ip uh, Ip Kwok Him, a member of the executive council of the local of, of the local government said today. Any such internet ban would be particularly controversial because Chinese authorities routinely block the web and parts of their territory that are experiencing unrest. Restricting internet access would be viewed as more of direct interference from Beijing and is likely to stir further anger. Meanwhile, a protester in Hong Kong explained how the demonstrations have moved way beyond the issue of the extradition bill are now and are now about the existential survival of freedom in the region. And speaking on this, just to confirm uh, what these people are talking about, this next article comes from uh, the activist post, Chinese citizens will be required to scan their faces to use the internet, it's like as it on, on it. It's like they knew. It's like look, we're gonna ban the internet for Hong Kongers and you Chinese, the Chinese people that are there, you better not get any ideas. We're gonna institute this. They realized that people were organizing to fight for democracy and to fight for freedom, and they were using the internet to do so. That is that is the epitome of what humanity should be doing, but not no, not to tyrannical China, no, not to tyrannical China. China says. If you want to use the internet, if you want to do anything over here, you better give us your face. Let me get into this article. It comes from the Minds Unleashed, but they re, or it comes from Activist Post, but they reposted it over at the Minds Unleashed. We put this up October sixth. It says the Chinese government continues its Orwellian practices with the announcement that Chinese that citizens will have to use facial recognition technology to access the internet, which is already highly firewalled. This is all part of the Chinese social credit score system that will take effect on December 1st. After the law is in effect, Chinese citizens who want to have their Internet installed at their houses or on their smartphones will be required to undergo a facial recognition process by Chinese authorities to prove their identities, according to a new regulation. This is significant because the Chinese government will now use the Internet to rate citizens based on their daily behavior online. Since 2015, Chinese citizens have been required to show their ID cards while applying for a landline or the internet. This new law is put in place to verify the ID that the ID belongs to the person applying for the services. The new law was published on the Chinese Ministry of Indus- on the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology (MIIT) website and distributed to all Chinese telecom carriers on September 27th, which includes three demands be met. Epoch Times reports. First, all telecom carriers must use facial recognition to test whether an applicant who applies for the internet connection is the owner of that ID that they use since december first. At the same time, the carriers must test that the ID is genuine and valid. Second, all telecom carriers must upgrade their services in terms and conditions and notice and, and, and notify all their customers that that they are not allowed to transfer or resell their cell phone SIM card to another person by the end of November 2019. Third, the telecom carriers should help their customers to check whether there are cell phone or landline numbers that don't belong to them, but registered under their names since December 1st. For unidentified numbers, the telecom carriers must investigate and close the lines immediately. So essentially what we're beginning to talk about over there in China, is just that. Clamping down on freedom, clamping down on what people are able to do. Realize that we've, we've already talked about in the past that the Chinese army is ready to step in against protesters in Hong Kong. Fighting for the very freedom of not being able to use, of, of, of fighting for the freedom of being able to use the Internet without your face. What a crazy concept. But not for tyrannical China. Nope. Tyrannical China demands your capitulation. You see, I was thinking about this earlier because I didn't, I haven't really done a whole lot of investigation into the NBA and the China beef that happened this year, you know, but I, I thought about it earlier while I was on the hike, you know, this kneeling phenomenon between the NFL uh, and these and, and these semi-protesting things that we see people within uh, sports doing, you know, everybody is beholden to a dollar with money comes strings. And I can't help but think that some of these people have been bought and paid for already the same way that we see like Antifa and all these other organizations out there in the streets telling you America sucks. America never going to be great. And you have all these, 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 these actors, all of these, uh, entertainers, these athletes come out and do the very same. And again, this is all, all meant to be Hollywood productions as well. Uh, and so I, it really is crazy to see this. It really is. Uh, but, again let's 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 stay on the china tip let's stay on the tyranny let's stay on the control of the of the human population you see the social credit score system is something that is going to drastically it's it's going to it's going to radically revolutionize what we do in society tongue in cheek earlier this week i told people uh, i will begin to care about my credibility whenever the social credit score gets there you know and until it does you're going to have to deal with this kind of raw, rugged individual known as EJ. And then once the social credit score gets here, you will deal with the socially approved uh, version of me. And that sounds crazy, but that's where they're trying to take us. Uh, in later segments, we'll talk about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's uh, A Just Society. And that, again, just made me start thinking about how these people are gradually shifting society for obedience. You see. But just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. So, uh, speaking of China, tyranny, control. Let's talk about Hillary Clinton real quick, because remember, remember, it was Hillary Clinton that said uh, maybe China, somebody in somebody in China, maybe they should hack uh, Donald Trump's emails so that we can get his tax returns, and those types of veiled little threats make me just think about who, who Hillary Clinton is, who she's aligned herself with and what her intentions are. Uh, earlier this week, you know, Hillary Clinton appeared on the news on PBS's uh PBS news hour during an interview and talked about how she would rematch with Trump. She thinks she can beat him. Now I want to, I want to preface this the right way. And then I'll play for you guys this quick clip as I've talked about with the, 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 the democratic presidential debates, those things that are going on there, the talking points that they're trying to have us adopt and how they're in alignment with Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030, Agenda 2050, the Paris Climate Accord, sustainable development, and all these other things. Uh, What I'm trying to say is they're trying to have us be our own version of China. Like global communism is what Agenda 21 and 2030 is. And if communist China is already there, That's why they want that 1984 Chinese communist model for the rest of the world. And so, as I keep telling you before, we're not as evil as Hillary Clinton. We're not ready yet for her. Well, they have to have the conditions be so degenerate and so decadent that somebody like Hillary Clinton, this evil witch right here, that she becomes the model of perfection. You see that she will usher us into uh, the great next American chapter. and I I forget who said this as well. Somebody said this earlier this week, that Trump had lost the edict of heaven. He had lost the blessing of heaven, and that it's now going to President Xi Jinping. What I'm trying to really, really get you guys to understand is that when the Hong Kong protester talked about China being the existential threat, that if Hong Kong fails, so will the rest of us, that's it. If they can't even fight these people back on their own turf, how can we? You see, because Hillary Clinton's already already sold out to them. Already. I can't tell you how many different politicians are taking Chinese money. And the reason I'm saying this is because they, they have been given the green light to take over. That's where the Rothschilds are putting their money. That's where the Rockefellers are putting their money. They're saying that it's going to be the next Chinese century. This is why in all the cool little synthwave movies that you see these days, you always see uh, Chinese lettering. Because they're really trying to desensitize you. As I've talked to you guys about before, uh, with this, this this globalism and this uh, nationalism and how it's going to perform or create regionalism. Uh, but with China, oh my God, you see, it, it, it really is crazy. You know, I, I was saying this, I'll say this and I'll play the episode, because they just had their, or, or play this clip for you guys, they just had their 70th year anniversary, right? If you guys really watched that military parade of strength, I'm telling you, we don't have the Chinese numbers as far as SAT scores, physically fit, mentally active. You know, we could even talk about bodies. It's, it could, it, it's probably more than 10 to 1 ratio. I'm looking at like the suicides that are happening within our own military. Heck, suicides that are happening in, in, in uh, law enforcement, overdoses that are happening in law enforcement. Not, not over there in China, though in China, they'll kill you. You start getting involved uh, in pharmaceuticals. That's why they ship it over here. I'm telling you, we do not have the discipline or the, 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 that, that, that fierceness that China is exerting right now. We have it within us here in America, but it has been drugged. It's been depreciated. It's been smothered. It's been drowned. We've become a very, very sick and decadent country. And I really don't try to, I don't really point it out to you guys, but it's, it's very true. We are drugged up, psychopathic, unmotivated, apathetic, and, 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 we're, and, and we don't care. These, the, not the Chinese, though. They care. And they tell you. They went, they, I, I, it was either at the World Economic Forum or at Davos this year or last year that they talked about it. They said they're going to crush America. They say their whole purpose, they declared this at the 70th year anniversary that their whole goal these days is to crush democracy. So you have a communistic, dictatorial government saying that it is going to squash freedom, freedom of speech, individuality, democracy, and any of that. And if that doesn't act as an existential threat to freedom, to the existence, to all this joy and this largesse, this, 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 this life that we have, the life that other people can have, if you don't see that as a threat, then you don't understand... Because heaven forbid here in the future, just think about this, Could you, heaven forbid the Chinese get involved with the green agenda. Heaven forbid China becomes the the, the eco-fascists I keep telling you about, because they will kill you if you go over uh, your allotted amount. I I kid you not. And guess what? That witch Hillary Clinton has lined up with him. So here, let me play for you guys this clip of uh, Hillary Clinton on PBS NewsHour earlier this week, talking about how she could beat Trump. And I'm just like, let's just play play this clip for you guys.
1: ...back at you several times. In fact, he tweeted just this morning, and I'm going to quote. He said, I think that crooked
2: Hillary Clinton should try to enter the race to try and steal it away from uber-left Elizabeth Warren, only one condition, the crooked one, must explain all of her high crimes and misdemeanors, including how and why. She deleted 33,000 emails. Yeah, you know, it, it truly is remarkable how obsessed he remains with me, uh, but this latest tweet is uh, you know, so uh, typical of him. Uh, nothing has been more examined and looked at than my emails, we all know that. So he's either lying or delusional, or both. There was no subpoena, as he uh, says in a tweet this morning, um, so maybe there does need to be a rematch. I mean, obviously, I can beat him again, but, you know, just... Seriously, I don't understand. I don't think anybody understands um, what motivates him
1: back at you several times. In
0: fact, he tweeted. I would definitely recommend you guys go see this most recent spat of interviews that Hillary Clinton has come out with. And if you go do your research, she actually is campaigning. She just hasn't publicly announced it. Like she has a fund. She will run. And as as I've kind of pointed out to you guys here privately, uh, in a kind of tongue in cheek way, she's in the back kind of quarterbacking things, making sure that she can socially engineer people to begin to accept her. I want to play for you guys just so we can get this on record. Uh, Bernie Sanders getting out of the hospital, uh, just the other week, uh, and, and how that ties into it because, you know, with Donald Trump giving her attention, still not locking her up. She's free to do whatever she wants. Bernie Sanders is starting to Bernie Sanders. is kind of starting to falter, um, So many people have already dropped out from the 20, you know, it's like from the 20 Democrats that were at the presidential debates, the first round, so many have already dropped out. It's like 10 now, it's either 10 or 15, uh, you know, and all I'm really trying to point you guys out is these no name people. They're all designed to inject agenda 21 talking points into the modern, uh, the modern political discussion so that they can come through it it, uh, so that they can come through and then begin to reshape our values for what they want. I hope that makes sense to you guys. Uh, but here, let me play for you guys this quick clip of Bernie Sanders suffering a heart attack uh, and then getting out, thankfully.
1: More breaking news right now. Bernie Sanders' campaign just issued a statement saying, in fact, he suffered a heart attack. Sanders was released from a hospital in Las Vegas today. He had two stents inserted into an artery after feeling discomfort in his chest while campaigning on Tuesday. Ed O'Keefe has new details from the campaign trail.
3: Senator Bernie Sanders emerged from a Las Vegas hospital today, three
1: days after having stents inserted to relieve chest pains. Sanders hadn't been seen since a private fundraiser on Tuesday. Give me a chair up here for a moment, this is on you. The doctors who treated him said in a statement that Sanders was diagnosed with a myocardial infarction, another term for heart attack. They inserted two stents in a blocked artery, and all other arteries were normal. I want to re- reassure everybody, he's doing wonderfully. He has His wife Jane uh, says he'll head home to Vermont this weekend to recover for the next Democratic debate on October 15th. The health scare comes at a turning point in the Democratic race. So more breaking news right
0: All we can really do is uh, wish for him a speedy recovery, because at the end of the day, these are still people. And I'm not, uh, regardless of their views, I'm not going to hex them. I'm not going to put a spell on them. I'm not going to wish them ill. well, uh, other than Hillary Clinton, who is engaged in that level, of, uh, in, in, the, in that level. So what I'm really trying to point at with this segment, guys, because I only really covered a, a smidgen, of the things I wanted to talk about, the Free Thought Project did an exclusive report earlier this week of a student that was suspended for five days for wearing a "taxation is theft" hat and then having like a flyer that says "in the drug war." I didn't even get to cover that. Uh, I didn't cover that as well as um, the Chinese the Chinese army stepping in. Uh, but I also I want to finish this out by talking about the blackouts in California. What I wanted to cover with this segment was to show you guys that right now with what they're pushing, all of the, all of the topics, all of the political viewpoints, the mentality, the culture, it's all meant to push it's, uh, demoralization, submission, totalitarian oppression, and control. It's supposed to push all this stuff to where we feel helpless, you see. And this is all designed to be communistic. This is all designed to be socialistic in nature. We're not... Th- this, this, this really... Like Nothing I have talked about in this segment, guys and gals, has really been to, to, to point out human divinity, to point out our future and our course and where we're actually going. This is all just to show you how China is an existential threat to freedom and how we have people within our government, people who aren't in government. We have students, we have teachers, we have business businessmen. Uh, and, and finally, then we have the politicians who are in alignment and have been bought out by China. We have talked about it time and time again. They're, they're, they're involved in uh, industrial espionage. They're using things like LinkedIn uh, to, to, to hire these spies to get this information to them. Like, it, it is really crazy. And so, when, you, when, when I'm saying that we have to protest this tyranny, we really have to understand who the enemies are and what's actually happening to us. That's why we have no, va- no values and no morals. They taught us to get rid of these things. China has v- values. China has morals. China loves its country. They're, the, they're probably the most nationalist of all. That's what I'm telling you. They are a, homo- a, a homogenous type of people. And that's, if that's not racist. That's just saying these people do not accept uh, any other foreigners. They have a very, very strict migration policy. You can't go over there doing all this left-wing nonsense stuff that people are doing and expect to get away with it but only here in America where we have the freedom of expression the freedom of speech and the ability to express yourself and we'll listen to you it's only here that you could do these things and so what they did is they just get they they, they put it into overdrive they, as i keep trying to tell you guys they used our openness against us and now we have people who are literally insane who have sold out the country fighting against us that's why they say uh a hey, a hey. that's why they say what is it it's like a a friend that betrays you, he's worse than a thousand enemies. And that's what it is. These people who were our friends, they have betrayed us. And now we're just getting screwed over. So I want to, I want to finish this segment out because we'll talk about it here in the third segment. Uh, but I want to finish this segment out talking about these, these blackouts that have taken place in California. And the reason why I want to attach that here in this segment is because this is communism. This is california A decent amount of our listenership is based out here in California and they're saying right now that over 800,000 customers are expected to be impacted. 34 different counties in California are, are experiencing blackouts because California is doing some crazy stuff right now. I've told you this before, they're beginning to ration power, they're beginning to ration water, and, and 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 look at this, this is what they wanna do. They wanna be able to have the right to tell you what you can and cannot do. And in situations like this, that, 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 that literally started uh, so here let me play for you guys this clip this is from CBS this morning we put this up October 9th it says it begins mass blackouts in California due to fire danger
1: well, b- welcome to CBS this morning we begin with this: a lot of angry people in California where hundreds of thousands of people in that state could be without power for days in the largest public safety outage in that state's history PG&E
2: started shutting off the power last night in more than half of California's 58 counties because of what the company calls an unprecedented wildfire danger.
3: Roughly 800,000 customers are likely to be affected. Jonathan Vigliotti is in Santa Rosa. That's about 50 miles north of San Francisco. And Jonathan, I understand the neighborhood you're in was destroyed by wildfires just two years ago? Yeah, that's correct. Good morning to you, Tony. It's taken two years and you can still see many of the homes in this neighborhood under construction. I've spoken with a lot of people and for that reason they understand the need for this power cut, but they do worry how they're gonna get by for the next few days in the dark. At this hour, we could tell you more than two hundred thousand homes are already without electricity. Wind gusts expected to pick up to fifty miles per hour. Awesome. Well, welcome wow. to CBS this morning. And
0: uh, Adam of Third Eye Opener actually had people telling him that that, that there's a lot of sketchy stuff going on, uh, uh, that there's teams of people out there disappearing people. Uh, But you know what, gang? We're actually going to save that talk for the next segment where we talk about fourth generational warfare Uh, in the next segment. We're going to be discussing U.S. Marines, U.S. Marine Reserves unit activated for emergencies within the United States and how there are threats in the homeland. So everything I just mentioned about us being infiltrated, radicalized individuals, people betraying the country, all of the crazy stuff that you hear me talk about time and time again, we're going to be getting into that specifically and more in the other in the other segment. Uh, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in because we're going to really hit it hard in this next segment, talking about Jade Helm 15, UX 16, Operation Gotham Shield, thunderstorm spiral, and this, this, this ambiguous order that Trump has put out there. The future is looking pretty crazy. Uh, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about this and more on the other side. Don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction on Factions of Freedom, and we'll be right back right after this. Bye. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to this edition. You know, starting these episodes off, they're always difficult, I'll say that. Uh, It's it's not only are topics difficult, but trying to figure out a way to navigate them to let people know what's going on is also difficult, especially for people that are always tuning in because we have new listeners every single week that we are extraordinarily grateful for, And I could not be any more honored. Uh, But in this segment, you know, we're going to be basically trying to fly through a decent amount of the stuff that we've basically built our entire operation off of. And the reason I say that is because I've always worried about the, I have, I have always worried about being taken to a, a FEMA camp. I've always been worried about being snatched up in the middle of the night for my political views. I've always worried about being disappeared from an authoritarian, tyrannical government. And I have no problem telling you guys about that type of stuff because that's where we're at these days. Uh, And here we are. We truly are here. You know, and so when I talk about things like Jade Helm 15, FEMA camps, uh, unconventional warfare exercises of 2016, uh, internment facilities, detention centers, not like what Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is telling you, but the real ones, it's because I have studied that. And when Obama signed uh, the National Defense Authorization Act of 2015, when he signed that, he basically said it was cool for people to uh, disappear political dissidents indefinitely. And I said, what the heck does that even mean? I can get disappeared and nobody would even care. That's right. And so let me go ahead and get up some of these articles for you guys. And this is why it's important that you guys repost our work. And I cannot say that enough. You need to repost the work. You need to repost the work. Let me, let, me, let me fly through some of these things, uh, some of these articles that we've posted in the past for you good people. Right here, Thunder, thunderstorm spiral, Pentagon trains for underground war forward slash disaster and megacities. We put this up March 18th, 2016 over at the Daily Sheeple by Max Lavo. It's not on our page because they've deleted it. This is why I need other people to repost our work. Uh, the, now, this next one, it comes from uh, SHTF Plan. They put this up fe- February 7th of 2017. It says, Army preps for urban warfare in megacities, mass migration, disaster, and inner city turmoil. What does that sound like? California. Uh, let me get up some more articles for you guys. I'm going to just go ahead and flash through some of these. Uh, Coming soon to a th- to a city near you, the U.S. military's plan to take over America. This is put up by Alternative News Network by John W. Whitehead. Uh, they put that up September, February 14, 2017. And I hope you guys are beginning to, to get the picture. This next one, uh, it's of UN vehicles that are being stored in Maryland. They're part of a rapid domestic deployment team. That's right. They have UN vehicles here in America ready for God knows what. <laughs> and this is this is nuts. This is our history. Uh, June 25 or June 25th 2018 US military spending 576 million dollars to train for underground warfare. And, and 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 again the sad part is none of these are on my page. These are all from people who have reposted the work thank the lord. And so why am I flying through all these articles with you guys? Why am I trying to paint a picture for you to really understand the dire straits that we're in. They have been preparing for armed conflict with civilians for quite some time, Donald Trump is a, is riding in on the wave of the tension that was already there. And every time I talk about Donald Trump doing authoritarian stuff, it's because e- the same way that Obama signed the NDAA, and 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 Donald Trump is carrying all this stuff out now. It's 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 for who comes after Donald Trump that I'm worried about as well, because you think if you don't think that Nancy Pelosi or whoever they get in office, if they impeach Trump, if you don't think these people, these, these, these authoritarian freaks, I really don't, I need to start th- calling them out for whatever they are. If you don't think these hypochondriac authoritarian freaks, these drugged up drones, if you don't think they're going to use all of this power to come and get you, well, look at how they've just whipped Antifa into a frenzy and let them go. I'm telling you, we, we, we really do need to worry about these types of things and these types of people and what their intentions are. And so it's not about Trump. It's about the rest of the people, because this is the world that we're growing up in. This is the world that they're trying to create for us. They want pure authoritarian control over everything. Uh, so let's start getting into this stuff. Let's, let's start talking about what, let's start talking about this, even though it really didn't get a decent amount of attention that it deserved this week. Uh, Right here, this is by Mike Adams of Natural News, but they reposted it over there at DC Clothesline. They put this up October 7th. Uh, it says, U.S. Marine Reserve units activated for, quote, emergency within the United States, which, quote, will come with little warning, cites, quote, threats in the homeland. Concerning a, uh, concerning a directive involving the United States Marine Corps Reserve units via MARA admins, Uh, Number 550 over 19 signed on October 3rd, 2019, authorized by Brigadier General Daniel L. Shipley, uh, Director Manpower's Plans and Policy. Notably, Brigadier General Daniel L. Shipley was nominated by President Trump for the rank of Major General, according to a January 16, 2019, Defense.gov press announcement. Before serving in his current role, Shipley served as a Deputy Director, Program Analysis and Evaluation Department of Programs and Resources for the U.S. Marines. This new order is summarized as Marines Ordered to Active Duty ISO, Defense Support of Civil Authorities. The term ISO means in support of. Note, there is disinfo being circulated around this order, claiming it was canceled. But the canceled order was 300 over 14, not 500... Over 19. In fact, this new order, 500 over 19, replaces a lot of previous orders, reestablishing the urgency of the situation and making sure that any action to defend the homeland is authorized by orders that are in good standing. Many observers are concerned that with Democrats like Representative Tlaib openly talking about which prisons to use for imprisoning President Trump and his cabinet, and with Hillary Clinton positioning herself to run for president. And with IG's FISA abuses report to set to drop in a few weeks, the deep state Democrats have reached a point of desperation where they may attempt to initiate a, quote, hot coup. Kinetic engagement arrests or execution of the president and his cabinet to avoid going to prison themselves. Basically, they're trying to say that uh, they want to they want to put the Marines on the White House lawn to protect them just in case any of this deep state coups nonsense goes on. Continuing on, it says the entire CIA-run deep state media, i.e. the Washington Post, uh, the New York Times, CNN, etc., are all in on the effort and now gaslighting the entire nation with uh, ginned-up whistleblower schemes that are wholesale fabrications. And then he goes on to talk about uh, discussing things with Alex Jones. And uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll read what Hayden said here shortly. He said, Alex Jones reminds us Trump has long planned to activate the U.S. Marine Corps to stop an illegal coup. Mike Adams says that he spoke with Alex Jones on the phone about this breaking news. And he told me, quote, I talked to a high level Trump confidant concerning what Trump would do if the deep state attempted an illegal coup. And, uh, this person right here says, dude, you're losing your credibility. When you talk of deep state conspiracy, (laughs) there is no deep state. Trump is president and the Clintons don't do not work for the government. All I could say was okay. And, um, just move on because i can't I can't help him. Um, but continuing on, back to uh, back to what we were talking about, trying to find the the article piece. It says uh, Trump said that they would call out the Marines and surround the White House, then legally and lawfully pursue the originators of the criminal coup. This high level confidant is someone who is very close to the President and who is familiar with the President's plan for how to deal with any attempt by the deep state to carry out an illegal coup attempt. We urge all lawful pro-America organizations and individuals to prepare to defend your president against an illegal coup attempt in the next coming weeks or months. They're saying they want him out of there by uh, by December. Continuing on, it says details of the military order to the U.S. Marines, quote, threats in the homeland, quote, will come with little to no warning. Does the following order describe an activation of U.S. Marine Reserve units to prepare for an attempted hot coup attempt against our president? While some might downplay the order as a routine personnel organization directive, you can read more about the highlights there if you go to the link. And then it goes on to provide more information, which most people won't do because they won't go to DC Clothesline and go do the research themselves. So what are we beginning to talk about? Because I haven't paid any real attention to the whistleblower nonsense. We're not talking about Edward Snowden. Uh, Julian Assange is essentially locked up going through like MK Ultra reprogramming they they they're not feeding him they're giving him psychotropic drugs you know and they 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 they're messing with with uh, with Julian Assange. who are the who are these whistleblowers that they keep talking about information's coming out now uh, uh, about them blacking out the screens or, or blacking out the individual's face you know like this is uh, like the like, like like this is 60 minutes or something like that like we're supposed to take the word of this anonymous person Um, And I haven't paid any attention to it because a lot of the things that they put up there, like this Russiagate hoax, this whistleblower hoax and all this other stuff, it's meant to be fluff to where we really can't focus and see what's happening to the country as we're being whipped into this frenzy. You see, but keep that in mind. Keep all that good stuff in mind, because I want to get into this part, uh, this article from 2016, where we talk about thunderstorm spiral disasters and megacities and things of this nature. Look at that format. So glad things have changed. We put this up March eighteenth, 2016. It's from the Daily Shippo, but it's from the Daily Sheeple written by Max Slavo. It says Thunderstorm Spiral. Pentagon trains for underground war forward slash disaster in mega cities. So just keep this in mind. Everything I just talked about in the previous segment, with the migration, with the communist Chinese taking over our, our, our institutions, media. Uh, ed, academia, entertainment, and so much more. Keep that in mind. Keep in mind Antifa, how they have how, how shown up to people at like Tucker Carlson's house in the middle of the night. They've shown up outside of uh, senators' ball games. They shot Ron Paul. You just, just keep that in mind. All the destabilization, the social disintegration that I just casually talk about. Just keep all that good stuff in mind as I go through this article because it's three years old. Let's, let's, let's see how accurate this is. As populations move into cities across the globe, an increasing majority of people will live in urban areas—places where quickly, places which quickly become very desperate and vulnerable during a major crisis. Every prepper knows the dangers of being struck or being stuck in a major metropolitan city in the event of a major hurricane, a grid-down scenario, or civil unrest and societal collapse. In such a situation, every as every prepper knows, food, water, and other vital resources will quickly become scarce or unavailable. A gridlock of survivors will try to get out or get their hands on assets. Increasingly, the Pentagon is looking at the likelihood, perhaps the inevitability, of war, flat forward slash conflict inside of a destabilized or decimated megacity urban center like New York. According to the Daily Mail, the Pentagon is calling for help from technological innovators to take on the future of warfare. In the program titled Thunderstorm Spiral, the U.S. government solicits demonstrations to tackle the challenges of megacities and underground environments, which will become increasingly prevalent as populations continue to grow. And megacity is defined as a city with more than 10 million residents. To put this in perspective, there are currently over 8 million people living in, D- in uh, New York City. As these numbers continue to grow within defined areas, infrastructures will have to adapt, pushing megacities towards the development of subterranean or underground environments. In 2014, there were 23 megacities with vast subterranean structures. In 2025, it's expected that these numbers will reach 37. To meet these needs, the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Emerging Capability and Prototyping, Rapid Reaction Technology Office, Technology Demonstration Program, is sponsoring the request for information issued by the Pentagon. Quote, as the world's population grows, the probability of the U.S. needing to conduct combat and humanitarian assistance for disaster relief operations within a megacity uh, also grows. What they're trying to say is they want to prepare you for an economic collapse, for the race war, for the civil war. Continuing on, it says the desired, cap- the, the desired capabilities and focus of the program includes GPS techniques for underground and dense urban environments, along with intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance sensors for use in, in tunnels. As major American, Asian, and European c- cities grow with extreme rapidity, urban planners have begun expanding large underground facilities. Increasingly, it is not just subway systems, but shopping malls, parking lots, utilities, and perhaps even residential units that are being built underground. While this may be practical to facilitate crowded above ground conditions, it brings new dangers for populations who could be trapped underneath in the event of a bombing, terrorist attack, or major natural disaster. So let's, 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 let's jump back to this, just so we can get this for continuity's sake. U.S. Marines, Reserves, they have been activated for an emergency within the United States, which will come with little warning. Threats in the Homeland They're trying to gradually tell you, hey, there is some stuff going on in your country and we are going to have to get prepared. If you thought it was bad seeing Antifa run around beating people in the back of the head with bike locks, doing this type of crazy nonsense, it's about to get a lot worse. And when I tell you that they already have uh, Russian soldiers, Chinese soldiers, white hats, (laughs) when they have these people already ready to go, we just need to be. We just. We really do. Just need to be careful, because right? we are. We are. We are teetering. That is the simplest thing I can say. Uh, look at this. Look at this. There's so much evidence that it's just like, gosh, it. It, it gets overwhelming. Right here, uh, we put this up January 4th, 2017. It comes from SHTF plan and says FEMA is preparing for a dollar collapse, martial martial law, and complete social disintegration in 2017. We're only two years off. And 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 what do I keep trying to tell you guys? Donald Trump was brought in on the heels of Obama to try to raise us up to first world status only for us to collapse again. We the dollar will collapse and something else will replace it. My god, let me let me let me fly through some of this. Uh, police and military units are trained under homeland security and FEMA supervision to quell riots and suppress civil unrest effectively. Our delicate future is inevitably headed towards martial law. This article was written by Amy S and originally published uh, by, by Pepper Fortress <laughs> it, it just really is mind-blowing But continuing on It says this one comes from Pepper Fortress uh, Pointing out the behind-the-scenes maneuvers That are building up For the next wave of crisis potential uh, With the flashpoints in the next administration Before that transition happens Homeland Security and FEMA Are meeting behind the scenes To prepare emergency responses During events that may well include Economic collapse, civil unrest, rioting Violent protests and demonstrations, clashes with the police, natural disasters, man-made weather events, world war or attacks on U.S. soil, cyber on the uh, cyber attacks on the grid or communications and terrorism in many form. Everything we have been experiencing. Keep that in mind. Everything we have been experiencing. Continuing on, it says the response by the system under any future president, unless certain powers are revoked and the law is reformed, will be martial law. That is where we are right now. Continuing on, it says paramilitary units units affiliated with numerous agencies are preparing right now to take down citizens, prevent uprisings, and restore power to the continuity of government by any means necessary, right or wrong, provocations, or real events that is uh, that is increasing that is incredibly dangerous as the future of this nation tends towards economic ruin deep social divisions and instability on every front the facts won't matter after the takeover is underway and patriots are already put, already marked as potential domestic terrorists and will be picked up preemptively now this is an article from 2 years ago gang earlier this year the FBI declared conspiracy theorists and conspiracy theories as a domestic terrorist threat they declared the NRA is a domestic terrorist organization, but not Antifa. You like you you I, I really hope you guys are gradually getting a picture of what is going on. California is without power right now. Where do you think those people are gonna go if they can't get the power back on? Like that's I'm telling you guys, that's why this is crazy. You know why China laughs at us? Because it sees us fighting all these useless wars, spending all of our money. It sees us just being weak. All of our troops are in other parts of the country. There is nothing protecting us here. We can't even have uh, protests where we're proud of the country because we get uh, attacked by Antifa. You get attacked by uh, by all these these people who have these these strange proclivities. You see what I'm saying? They have literally robbed us of our ability to be to be patriotic, to want to stand up for ourselves, to 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 to, to defend yourselves to heck have something built for yourself and for your kids and for the future. Do you understand how far down the rat hole we are? This is why I'm really trying to tell you guys that you need to be as American as you can for as long as you can, because you have the communist Chinese trying to take over. You have the United Nations, and we'll get to those guys here shortly, because they're saying they're running out of money. You have the United Nations trying to dictate to us what to do. So, I don't want to. I'm. 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 I don't want to sound like a Trump supporter, but I, I guess I'm appreciative of us actually starting to fight back and be aware of these things. You see, that's why this is getting really, really dangerous. So let's pull it up again, just so again we can have it up here for continuity's sake. The Marines have been activated for a emergency within the United States, and it will come with little warning and there are threats in the homeland and no, I do not advocate for martial law at all because I'm telling you when that happens, it's going to be, they're, they're going to come after communications. They're going to come after political dissidents. They will not like the freedoms that we have today. They will not be there. You will. (laughs) It is, it is crazy. It, 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 it really does blow my mind. Uh, (laughs) I, I'm, I'm really having a hard time pulling it back down. You know, uh, there, there was another thing that I had talked about as well, uh, because we've discussed Jade Helm 15 basically briefly, UX 16 Operation Gotham Shield, and I, and I went over Thunderstorm Spiral with you guys. But Operation Gotham Shield is whenever a nuke is set off in the middle of like, uh, in, in, in one of these mega cities, and what to do afterwards. What you have to understand is the political tension that they're trying to whip us all into. It's so that they can hurry up and do something drastic and have us get over it. Like you know they want to kill Trump, I think they've, they've made that abundantly clear what happens after they kill Trump? What happens after they impeach him? No one's talking about the what after. martial law will still be here even after Trump's dead. All the powers that he that, that, that the president has accumulated will be transferred over to somebody else undeserving and then boom, we have this issue that we've got to deal with then've you've got you've got people whipped into a frenzy, excited, and then you've got other people afraid because we've talked about this even if w- with the political uh, issues that are going on right now if Donald Trump were to get reelected the left they would be upset and they would try to do everything that they're doing now except kick it, kick it into overdrive and if Donald Trump didn't win everybody on the right would be politically upset as well and they would claim censorship uh, election meddling and rigging they wouldn't accept it these are the times that we are in this is that contention this is that 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 political upset this is what will lead to that social division and that civil unrest you see that's why that's why we really are uh, playing with fire and this is something too that just kind of again caught my eye that made me think wow we really are there i want to pull up for you guys this quick uh, uh, this quick video of tactical doctors tactical paramedics and tactical uh, uh, firefighters who are ready to arrest people that's right And I thought that was the craziest thing. So you're having doctors, paramedics, and uh, firefighters, EMTs, you're having those people run up in your house with these cops to arrest you? This is what I mean by martial law. This is not stuff that should be normalized. But here, let me play for you guys this quick clip. It comes from uh, Mass Privatelle over there at Activist Post, but they reposted it at uh, SHTF Plan. They put this up September 25th, 2019. It says tactical doctors, paramedics, and firefighters are excited to arrest people.
3: A plan that has been in the works for nearly a decade is finally coming to fruition in Montgomery County. Local leaders announced the addition of six tactical medics to the county SWAT team. The group will be made up of Crawfordsville firefighters and paramedics. Crawfordsville Fire Chief Scott Bozenbark says he's eager to see what lies ahead. We're excited for the six guys that are involved in it. Um, they work really hard to achieve their goal. It wasn't an easy selection process for them. SWAT situations currently require the scene to be secured before medics can provide care. The Tactical Medic program brings along a couple different advantages. First, they will be able to keep SWAT members safe. Second, they won't have to stage outside of an active situation. Crawford'sville Mayor Tom Barton says the addition is a big leap forward. It puts us on the cutting edge. You know, number one, it, we've become an example for other communities, but also we know that we can adequately protect uh, our community
0: and provide better safety for the responders.
3: SWAT Commander Michael Kersey says the program has been incorporated
1: in hundreds of cities around the U.S. But for a community, a plan that—that's
0: right. Other communities will do it. Other communities will get involved, and so let me go ahead and get this on record since we're talking about it. Uh, Because this is again just craziness: urban warfare, martial law, civil unrest, social disintegration. Here we go. This—this is it. Over the past few years, I have received a lot of flack from anonymous commenters about a few stories I wrote that discussed paramedics and firefighters training for urban warfare. Recent stories like this one revealed something that even the most diehard defenders of first responders cannot deny. Armed doctors, paramedics, and firefighters could soon be showing up at your front door to arrest someone. What is that, you say? That could never happen in America? Well, trust me, it's already happening. Three months ago, the courier of Montgomery County revealed that Montgomery County Hospital District in Texas is training paramedics and firefighters to look and act like members of the police SWAT team. The 12-member tactical uh, paramedic team was restarted at MCHD a few years ago and is based out of EMS Station 10 at the location right there in Conroe, uh, where this last training took place. About twice a week, the tactical team will join police as they execute arrest warrants. The article describes how excited paramedics and firefighters are to wear tactical gear, brandish automatic weapons, and act like cops twice a week. Quote, There was more of an excitement appeal, helping out our brothers and sisters in law enforcement, as well as involving my EMS passion. MCHD paramedic Corey Callahan said, a look at MCHD's tactical emergency medical support team operating guides or or operating guide reveals that they should be ready to help someone or ready to help arrest someone or search someone's home by 6 a.m. Due to the majority of scheduled Due to the majority of scheduled search warrants being served between the hours of uh, 0600 and 0700 hours, the TEMS unit hours uh, will be 600 hours to 600 hours, 0600 to 0600 hours. Uh, This will allow the new oncoming crew to be present for the warrant service and not to create a shift change issue on every call. The operations guide goes On to explain that a, quote, tactical paramedic must be able to lawfully possess a firearm as allowed by state and federal law and possess a ballistic vest, ballistic helmet, eye protection, ear protection, and PPE gloves. So there you have it. Firefighters are getting trained to arrest you. Paramedics are getting trained to arrest you. Doctors are getting trained to arrest you because in Nazi America, even your doctors are able to get rid of you, you know, and I just find that truly crazy. Uh, you know, I, uh, the segment is titled Fourth Generational Warfare." Warfare. Uh, before that, it was martial law in America. And heck, I feel like I should have just named this segment Nazi America, because that's what we're becoming. We truly are becoming Nazi America. And what in th- in this next article I'm going to read to you guys is why I say that. Because right here, This is from Activist Post. They put this up October 8th. Border Patrol is entering stores and interrogating people who speak Spanish simply because they are speaking a foreign language. Now, listen here. I... Let me... Listen, okay? I reported... I went down to the border... I do these investigations. I understand the resettlement and transportation process. Like, look, these people, they, they leave these war-torn countries. They leave places like China, Mexico. They leave uh, uh, Iran, Syria. They leave these horrible areas. They come here. They want to get lifted up by themselves. That's the American dream. They fight for that middle class. They want it. They, sometimes these people are more American than us. So uh, this, is, this is Nazi-esque to me. You should not have Border Patrol running in to go uh, interrogate people. This is along the same lines of those tactical doctors coming to arrest you. Heaven forbid, because you already have people serving these red flag, uh, uh, these red flags, red flag gun confiscation laws. Heaven forbid you come. Somebody comes to confiscate your guns. You get shot. These guys take they, they, they heal you up and then they, they take you back to the uh, back to the paddy wagon and then you get locked up. What I'm trying to tell you is. They're wait they they are creating a condition to where they are criminalizing normal human behavior. They are criminalizing lawful citizen uh, activities. This is dangerous. And so when I'm talking about this article, because we're going to get into it real quick, just realize it was just last week that New York City said they were going to fine you uh, x amount of dollars for calling people an illegal alien. But on this note, they're having people Border Patrol run up in people's stores and say, Hey, do you speak English? That is beyond racist to me, and I understand there's a legal process to this, but dude, when did we become Nazi America like this? This is getting dangerous and scary. These people have rights. What happened to civility? You cannot do these things. You cannot, we should not do these things, because once the the thin veneer of of, of civility is taken off, then when the lights go off, that's when we all just start becoming raw, rugged individuals. That's, that's whenever there's no, there's no place for civility. There's no place for respect. It's all about looking out for you. That's when this is getting dangerous. And I tell you, gang, we're teetering there, but let me get into this article. Uh, like I said, we put the, we put this up October 8th and it's from activist post. It says in new England, undercover federal agents are following people into stores and interrogating them simply because they are speaking a foreign language. Last month, the American Civil Liberties Union filed a lawsuit claiming that the U.S. Border Patrol is sending undercover agents into stores to interrogate and arrest suspected illegal immigrants because they were speaking Spanish. Exhibit C of the complaint gives a detailed account of how two Border Patrol agents, James Loomis and Brendan Burns, followed a few alleged illegal immigrants from Vermont into a thrift shop in West Lebanon, New Hampshire. On March 20, 2019, agents Loomis and were in an unmarked service vehicle in plain clothes with no badges or weapons visible when they followed Carlos Avila Lucas and his friend into a thrift store and interrogated them. So this is this is where people are getting the thought that I'm just gonna say where white people are just running up to Spanish people and Mexicans and saying, Hey you speak English, get out of here. This is this is this is bad, dude. I don't this is racism, bro. Like I I, I don't know, man, like I really don't vibe well with this. This does not sit well with me. Continuing on, it says Loomis asked Avila, how are you today? Avila responded in broken English. Good, thank you. Loomis then responded to the subject saying, they have some good stuff in here, don't they? Avila appeared confused as if he didn't quite understand what Loomis said. DHS claims that Avila, quote, appeared uninterested with conversing with Loomis, so the conversation ended. And that should have been the end of it, right? But it wasn't. According to Exhibit C, Loomis moved over to another part of the store and began to question the second subject, later identified as Bats Zul, uh, whom he had seen exit the Chevrolet Suburban. Loomis observed Bats pick up a small speaker and asked Bats, "Hey, sir, is that a speaker?" Bats replied in very broken English, "Yes, this speaks," as he meant as he motioned his hands to imply a mouth talking. Loomis then asked Bats, "I'm looking for a microwave. Do you know where they keep those?" Bats looked confused and stated, "No." speaking English. Loomis then asked Bats, you don't speak English. What language do you speak? Bats Bats replied, Spanish. Loomis then asked Bats, where are you from? Bats replied, Guatemala. In the exhibit, DHS referred to these interrogations as consensual encounters. At approximately 1,300 hours, James Loomis informed me that he had engaged in consensual encounters with two adult males, later identified as Avila Lucas, uh, Batzul Miguel Antonio How are these consensual encounters with law enforcement? How would anyone know that they are really federal agents masquerading as everyday people asking questions? Is this what it means to be a part of a law enforcement today? Hiding one's identity, hoping to get someone to admit that they're here illegally? According to the New York Times, Border Patrol agents have been following people in the stores for speaking Spanish since at least 2018. Ana Suda does not recall what they discussed while they browsed the stores, but she knows they conversed in Spanish. That was all it took for a Border Patrol agent, also in the store, to interject. Quote, he looked at us and said, where are you guys born? Mr. Suda said, as recently as four days ago, WGME-13 in Bangor, Maine revealed that Border Patrol agents followed a family into a store because they looked Central American. And so, I don't really like that, dude. I I will not lie to you guys. Something about that seems wrong. Something about that just just gives me this image of just like, show me your papers. Show me your papers or get out of here. And I'm out here in New Mexico. I love Spanish people. I love meat tacos. I love meat carne asada fries. I love meat malays, gorditas. Oh, man, whenever I was in Texas earlier this year, I had me some vegan empanadas and then things were out of this world. What I'm really trying to tell you is that we're losing that, that, that feel and appreciation of other cultures by acting uh, closed-off, closed-minded, totalitarian, and all this other stuff. I get it. Everybody wants to be American. It is American to be open. It is American to be kind. It is American to be strong. This is some shady stuff. I do not respect it. And so how does this fit into the fourth-generation warfare segment? This is the Nazi America that we're gradually turning into. Through misinformation and radicalization and CIA deep state run operations, we have uh, a, a certain percentage of the population that has already been given over, not only to the AI, but to these controlling people. They have been socially engineered to, to, to abdicate any control or any individual thought, any critical thinking skills. They have the useless drones that they need. And now that they have a certain sector of the population that has already put their head so far up their rear end that they don't ask questions, they walk away. They think, all right, great. Now we can come for the defender class. Let's get people at Beto O'Rourke to get up here, whip people into a frenzy and say, hey, we're going to take your guns. And guess what? Because they've, 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 played, they've played us so well, people are willing to say, you know what? I don't need to protect myself. Ha! What the heck could happen? This is America. You're right. This is America where you have people like Donald Trump saying, hey, look, there is a threat within the country. We need to deal with this oh that's fake news. Stop talking about that that deep state stuff. that's fake news. no one's co- uh, uh, no one's coming for your guns isn't that what they always say? no no one's coming for your guns. you silly conspiracy theorist why would you need to def- why would you need to defend yourself? <laughs> why would you need to defend yourself? It's not like you have the Pentagon or the army uh, preparing to take on civilians. No one's coming for your guns, except for Beto O'Rourke, who says, hell yeah, we're going to take your AR-15. And this is the world that these people are creating. I'm trying to get this clip up for you guys so we can play it, because this is this is nuts. These are the days that we've entered into. These are the days of civil are you war. Are
3: proposing taking away their guns, and how will this work? I am. If it's a weapon that was designed to kill people on a battlefield... If the high-impact, high-velocity round when it hits your body shreds everything inside of your body because it was designed to do that so that you would bleed to death on a battlefield and not be able to get up and kill one of our soldiers. When we see that being used against children, and in Odessa I met the mother of a 15-year-old girl who was shot by an Mm AR-15 And that mother watched her bleed to death over the course of an hour because so many other people were shot by that AR-15 in Odessa in Midland. There weren't enough ambulances to get to them in time. Hell, yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. We're not going to allow it to be used against our fellow Americans anymore. Are you proposing?
0: You know what's crazy about that? About the wordplay of like not letting uh, not letting guns like that being used against American citizens. It will be foreign citizens. They try to come take your guns. I mean, people. It, 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 <laughs> let me let me rephrase that. It'll be because if you if you don't think that some of the cops that we have today, I talked to you guys about people like Amber Geiger, uh, the, the, the the police officer that overdosed on heroin in his car. If you don't think the police officers in America today would just be following their orders, sticking to their Blue Lives Matter uh, boy brotherhood. You, you are sorely mistaken. These are the jackboots of the state. They are, or they are obedient to the paycheck. The only people pushing back against actual gun confiscations are the sheriffs, not officers. You don't see people leaving law enforcement because of this. You see people joining law enforcement because of it. Because guess what? If they can take the guns from the defender class of people who are actually informed, well aware of what's going on, if they can, if they can effectively uh, uh, disenfranchise those people from your power, the rest of you are all lemmings and that's where we're at. We are on the eve of civil war in this country and it is getting to a very very dangerous point. So to 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 put a pin on this segment, Trump activating the Marine Corps while I'm definitely not for martial law or any of this type of stuff, it's it's it, it's understandable. But <laughs> just like when you shoot a gun or you chuck a grenade or you throw a hatchet man i'm telling you you can't get that back and the freedoms we have today it, it's 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 going right out the window and that's all i really want people to understand this is fourth generational warfare where they emasculate you they because i'm telling you guys it's our issues are not with one another it's not left versus right it's all the it's all the same wing of the same bird bro our issues are with these authoritarians. That's why we started the, the episode off protesting tyranny to show you what that to, to show you what China can do. You don't see Chinese people uh, standing up for second amendment rights. They don't have that. And that's why they they've been ruled like this for years. They will disappear you if you speak up. And here we are basically on in our own civil war about to go down that very same path. And we have a lot of questions that we need to ask ourselves. Is this something we want to do? What does the world look like after the fact? Yeah, sure, impeach Trump, but who's going to have the power to disappear people? That's what people need to ask themselves. So I want to wrap this segment up with you guys. Uh, I, I wasn't able to effectively talk about things like Gotham Shield and Jade Helm 15 as much as I had wanted to, but people need to understand this is not some flash in the pan. This is a long time coming, and this is what I've been watching out for uh, because, because this mean, this spells dangers for all of us. If you thought censorship was bad, could you imagine, just imagine a world where these people lock you up, put you in internment camps for things you say on social media, where you will be required to have a social media, and if you say things that are against the party line, look at us, already sounding like communist China, they will put you in, uh, uh, they will put you in, those empty camps that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wants to, wants, to, wants to be empty. You have to understand the sophistication of what we're dealing with, guys. That's why I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's beyond the left and the right. We are literally dealing with, with, with technocrats, with the scientific dictatorship, with the New World Order. And, and this is that 4D, 5D chess where they have us give over our protection and then offer us enslavement. And it is crazy, gang. It truly is crazy. Uh, But here's what's going to happen. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to go back to California uh, talking about the blackouts as well as their approach towards solving the homeless issue, uh, as well as AOC's uh, uh, just society. And the eat the babies protester. That was something I I hadn't even touched on this entire transmission because everything else is crazy. This is what happens when we live in extremes, gang. Stuff gets crazy, things get wild, we don't come down, we don't know how to focus, and we don't know how to see past our own blind rage. And that's the problem, that's the mess with with misinformation, that's the problem with legalizing lunacy, that's the issue with all the fake news. All this stuff is going on because people are not educated of where they're trying to take us. Uh, But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about this and more on the other side don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction on Factions of Freedom, and we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back. Final segment. Earth's affliction. Yeah, that previous segment, I'm telling you, you know, the writing is on the wall for those who have the eyes to see it. It's like written in that invisible ink. Can people learn to read between the lines and understand what's going on? These are this. It is not. Uh, it really is not business as usual here in America. Uh, and I'm not talking, I'm I'm not talking about the protests. I'm not talking about all this other stuff, guys. I'm really trying to tell you there's something else going on in the country, uh, in the hearts and the minds of men and women across these great United States. We are in the latter days of the late great United States of America. And when I, when they tell you no borders, no walls, no USA at all, America sucks. You know, America is never great you know, when they, when they're telling you this stuff, I'm trying to really illustrate to you guys that we're being invaded and we are in the last days of this great, of this great nation. Um, And it really does spell a very, very interesting future. Like it really does. It makes me think about what, because we, because we are a transitional generation that's not a tongue-in-cheek joke about transgenders or transhuman people, because we are the generation in transition, because we will see the 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 creation of the the new world order. We're that generation in between. You know, you have it, you 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 have. We have to let go, uh, but at the same time, we have to prepare for what's next. You know, the Joker movie just came out, and uh, for people who don't know this. And haven't been able to figure it out. I like the Joker. I love the Joker. You know, uh, he was my Superman. Yep. Yep. I love the Joker. You know, he made my world go round. Because to me, chaos was the true state of order. Um, and that's okay when you're a child. But whenever you get done, you know, being a, you know, whenever you get done being a tool, and, and you want to get based here in reality with us and practical. That's not practical. That's not sustainable. The Joker has no kids. Uh, the Joker has no future. If anything, he takes your future. He even laughs at it. Uh, but the Joker movie just came out. I haven't gotten around to seeing it, but there's been a lot of controversy surrounding it. And for some strange reason, they decided to put all these weird warnings around it. You know, uh, the law enforcement were going to be at theaters uh intelligence agencies were saying, hey, watch out for these movies, watch out for these types of people, incels and voluntary celibates. Um, people are trying to say, oh, you know, this this pokes fun at uh, people with mental health issues. They, they they put a lot of controversy surrounding this because they want to, you know, get at attention. And so from some of the reviews that I've read and the breakdowns that people are giving me, you know, it sounds like that it's the archetypal uh, psychological break, uh, that the, the, the character, the Joker, he experiences enough detrimental things in his life to where he finally just snaps. And so how familiar is that in today's society? we we'll gonna be talking about a lot of different things in this segment, but I wanted to preface this by saying, look at the mental health epidemic, uh, that's out there and look at the nurturing of the mental illness that truly is out there. You know, uh, we we begin to take pride in our degeneration, take pride in our degradation, take pride in our oh, we're just disgusting humans. Oh, you're so nasty. Oh, you're so gross. You're so you're so messed up. You're so screwed in the head. We we begin to revel in this degradation, this decadence, and this degeneration. That's not good. That's, that's, that's not good short term and that's not good long term why do you guys think I get on my jags where I try to talk to you about divinity the human spirit god spirituality the occult and esoteric wisdom that is hidden right between your eyes why do you think I try to have you use your higher mental faculties to understand uh, the beauty that is you because in our in our meat suits in our bodies we, we we have a tendency to go towards things that are not good for us and we have created and cultivated a society and a culture that that promotes degeneracy that promotes mental illness that legalize lunacy don't get me started on drag queens story time, uh, pedophiles trying to read to your kids I joke about how <laughs> because the the rainbow flag I should just say this and get in all this other stuff stop messing around with you guys because the rainbow flag uh, represents tolerance you know just imagine like a Satanist uh, and a pedophile you know, and like uh, some transhuman being, uh, some, uh, what, what do they call them? What did Pierce Morgan call them? A neutroid. Imagine some neutroid being all dancing happily, holding hands, the Satanist, the transhuman, the pedophile, and the neutroid, all holding hands, Ha <laughs> ha dancing around the rainbow flag. It sounds cute, but think about what that is allowing think about what that is. Yes, I'm glad to see these guys get together. I wish it were over actual good things. What do you think the, ha- the, 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 set, the Satanists is happy about? What do you think the pedophile is happy about? What do you think the neutroid is happy about? What do you think the transhumans happy about as they're all collectively dancing underneath the rainbow flag? What do you think they are individually talking about? Not a real form of unity, but their own pleasures, their own forms of euphoria. The pedophile sodomizing a child The Satanist sacrificing the child. A transhuman using the actual child's blood to become something else. And the neutroid, I guess just being neutral. I don't know what a neutroid does, but this is a gender. Um, And the reason I point all this out is because this is where they're trying to take us. There is a certain beauty in simplicity. And when I say that we are going to diversify ourselves to death, this is the type of stuff I'm I'm talking about. We have become so unique that most people won't even procreate. Do you think the neutroid will procreate with the pedophile or the satanist or the transhuman? Which one, and what will that produce? And so, what I'm really trying to get you guys to look at this stuff, um, is not only to see the you know the the mental health aspects, the spiritual issues, you know, obviously like the body dysmorphia and the gender dysphoria, and all this stuff, dude. Like it 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 really is crazy. This will lead us to ruin. And while it is interesting to see take place. I think people really should just be cautious about these things. You know, I'll say this and I'll get into some of these articles or in some of these topics. There was an, there was a, there was a post I put out earlier this week about thousands of transgender people who are regretting their transitional therapy. And I'll just play that clip for you guys. And then we'll get into uh, all these other things. California's approach to homelessness and a- AOC's just society, the blackouts in California's and so much more. Uh, but earlier this week, there was an article that came out at Sky News of hundreds of young trans people seeking help to return to their original sex. And so when I'm when I'm saying all these things, I'm trying to say at, at a certain point, it's okay and I appreciate the artistic creativity, but what happens whenever you can't come back? What happens whenever you can't return to form? Uh, but here, let me play for you guys this quick clip.
3: I figured it would be better for me to try to deal with my gender dysphoria in a different way rather than um, permanently changing my body.
1: How much support did you feel was out there for you when you came to this conclusion?
3: I didn't feel like there was any support out there other than like a few friends online.
1: Ruby now feels her eating disorder was more of a factor than she first realised in her gender dysphoria.
3: None of the therapists that I spoke to um, brought that up they didn't think that it was linked. Do you? I think so, yes. Because it, they're both kind of based in how I feel about my body. So I've seen similarities between the two.
1: Charlie Evans is forming a charity to support people in Ruby's position. After going public with her detransition story, she discovered an online community of 5,000 in a similar position, 30 people alone in her area of Newcastle. I was a I it would
0: Good for uh, All I can do is wish is wish the best. I hope she gets the help that she needs. You know, and, and the reason I started this segment off, Earth, the Earth's affliction, affliction uh, segment, talking about this stuff, is because we have let, we we have let celebrities and entertainment, literally kill us. And I mean that in the most sincere way. I idolize no man. I idolize ideas. I idolize, uh, concepts. I idolize like, I think like, um, <laughs> you guys are going to hear something silly about me and I'll just get into stuff after this. The only person I have like a, uh, that I idolize in a weird way is Stephen King because of how many creative books he's able to write. Yes, it's dark stuff. I get that. But the man is a literary genius and I like that. I like creativity. Um, you know, I guess I could say Leonardo da Vinci, even though the man was a a sexual deviant, you know, but he was the concept of a Renaissance man of somebody just being an artist, a scientist, an engineer, you know, a poet and so much more. I don't idolize these people. I idolize uh, what, what they're able to do because this is who we truly are. But in today's society, you know, we idolize these individuals. We idolize the, the, we idolize the LeBron James, we idolize the the, the Tom Cruises, we idolize the the, the Johnny Depp's. Uh, we idolize, you know, these, these these people, and they have faults, and we forget that. You know, Charlie Sheen, even man, the dude talks about smoking eight seven gram rocks of cocaine. Dude's hilarious, uh, but these are these are these are flaws that people are identifying with, that they're that they're uh, idolizing, and that's why it's dangerous. Because we're again promoting this degeneracy, hoping for the best when all we get is the worst, and if we don't begin to have expectations and standards for ourselves, gang, it is a slippery slope to the bottom of the rat hole. So, with that being said, let's start talking about some of this good stuff, or some of, some of this stuff. I don't I don't like saying it's good stuff, but some of this stuff that's going on. Uh, you know, just last week we had talked about the homeless issue in California. And how much of an epidemic it truly is. Um, And it's just, it's nuts. And then it's just, it it really is crazy. Uh, And then this week, you know, California's experiencing like a home, it's experiencing like a power outage. You know, that's crazy to me. You had people like installing like, like homeless boulders to stop homeless people from having access to certain areas. And then... Out of nowhere, PG and E, being bankrupt, has to cut all this this power. Like, what is going on in California? But right here, this is by Matt Agris of the Free Thought Project. They reposted it over their activist post. They put this up October fourth. It says California to quote solve homeless problem to solve the homelessness problem by throwing homeless people in prison. That is nuts. It's like you're they have literally criminalized being poor. And and some of the White House officials were talking about putting these people in internment camps. And that's crazy to me, gang. So this is more that Nazi America to where you're just where, where where everything is just weird, ambiguous. It's like illegal to be poor, but there's like nothing to help you be like middle class. This is nuts. Let me get into this article. It says there is no doubt that California is experiencing a homeless crisis. In certain parts of the state, the homeless problem has turned into into a public health issue as well. As many homeless people struggling with addiction have resorted to using public sidewalks as personal toilets. But the only solution that the government seems to want to offer is more police state. Officials in Bakersfield just announced that they will be solving their homeless problem by throwing people in jail. Under the plan, homeless people would be rounded up under the obstin- uh, un- under the ostensible charges of misdemeanor drug offenses or potential trespassing and thrown in a cage While this idea may appear ridiculous to those who can think outside of the police state when your only tool is a hammer Everything even innocent people down on their luck begin to look like a nail as the LA Times reports, this tactic would fly in the face of criminal justice reform over the last decade in California as the state has leaned away from incarceration for low-level nonviolent crimes. It would also continue mainstream thinking on preventing homelessness and, the, and addressing the reality of it. According to the report, the plan is being spearheaded by Kern County Sheriff Donnie Youngblood and Kern County District Attorney Cynthia Zimmer, and it has a lot of support. And oh, good Lord, we are literally talking about throwing homeless people in there. Some of them would be vets. You know, some of them would be family members. Uh, some of them would be people who are mentally ill. Some would be people that are down on their luck. Oh, but just because California is getting to a point to where it doesn't care if you're poor, it's going to lock you up. Mm-hmm. Naturally, many of the advocates of such a program are ignoring the insane costs of incarcerating thousands of people for, quote, trespassing or, quote, drug possession. Sadly, almost no one opposes it. Quote, the pressure from the public is enormous. Youngblood said, quote, when I say that the people in San Francisco and Los Angeles are fed up and they care about this issue, it's 10 times that in my county. While Youngblood said he wants to go after those who are possessing drugs, Zimmer is adamant about kidnapping and caging people for trespassing. Exactly how authorities will determine someone is a homeless trespasser remains up for debate. However, the idea of using criminal justice system to attempt to solve a homeless problem has been on the rise in California. Like, and I just have to think real quick because I remember Adam of Third Eye, uh, Adam of Third Eye Opener, subtly mentioning that in California, because they are having these power outages at the moment that they are beginning to disappear. People that, that because people, this would be the perfect time to, you know, this would be the, the perfect time to try to disappear people because, well, nobody cares. Power is out. I mean, the same thing happened in um the same thing happened in Texas with hurricane Harvey. And I remember reporting on it because we actually got footage of uh inside a FEMA facility where where it was like a, a a it was like a building they had repurposed it there were all kinds of beds there they had cops on the rafters with with rifles you know this kid he's walking through the facility just to show you like the bathrooms are over there along the wall it looked like a gym or an auditorium of some type and they had cops over there on the rafters uh beds spread out on the entire f- floor it's just nuts to me to think about this type of stuff. But this is how it would work. This is this is how it would work if you ask me. Uh, they would they would do these types of things, and then begin to disappear people. You see, and so that's just stuff that I think people need to tech, need, need need to think about. Uh, so I'm trying to find Adam's post about them disappearing people. But what I'll do is I'll attach his news page, Third Eye Roots, in the description bar below, so you can check it out because. There's information going out that these people might be might might be being disappeared, homeless or not. That's sketchy. That is beyond sketchy. Uh, but here, let's get back into some of the current news and things that are going on. I'm going to play for you guys a, a, a quick video of the power outages that are taking place out there in Northern California. This comes from Sign of the Times. They put this up on, uh, put this up October 10th. It says residents fume uh, over the power outage in Northern California.
2: More than half a million California homes and workplaces had no electricity Wednesday. It's an unprecedented power cut to fight wildfires by the state's largest utility, PG&E. Across north and central parts of the state, traffic signals went dark, businesses shut, and schools had to close. They are afraid strong winds could down power lines and start wildfires in extremely dry weather. Those same conditions contributed to the campfire last year, the deadliest and most destructive blaze in California's history. Utility authorities say a second phase of the power cuts is due to extend to more than 200,000 customers, and it could sweep to southern parts of the state depending on how strong the winds get. In the northern Californian town of Vacaville, gas stations were shut, and busy traffic junctions were working on an honor system. The traffic lights aren't working here, so that—that that I think is is bizarre. Because hopefully people will behave and and be kind. And hopefully, more than
0: why should people be kind when for the past three, four, five years all we've done is talk about hate. You, you see, you, you see how that works. You see how people hope that people are kind, but never actually exemplify it. I'm very, very, uh, very, very cautious, very, very apprehensive about what what's going to go on with that. Um, so, I just want to point this out real quick. What happens when other cities begin to experience power outages as well? Like that's just my thought process. When what happens when some of these people migrate from other areas because again, California is becoming unsustainable what happens whenever only certain areas of the of the nation have power and have like the resources to sustain people you see that's why i'm using that word sustainability because we are gradually entering into those days and we really should think about that we really should think about what these people are doing the world they're trying to create and what what that offers to us you see these are these are some very very interesting and dangerous uh, days gang. But I want to get this up here since we're talking about, uh, California power, gas and electric Pacific gas and electric out there in California. Uh, they had mentioned that the campfire that took place, uh, two years ago, people were still reeling from that. I had made a spicy meme earlier this year, back in June about how a, uh, a, a $1 billion settlement reached as company caused multiple wildfires in 2015, 17 and 18. Uh, California Pacific Gas and Electric Corporation has agreed to pay a $1 billion to local California authorities for wildfire damages blamed on the firm. So what they're doing, and I'll put the link for that spicy meme in the description bar below, uh, but what they're basically doing is they're saying that the fires that were caused those years ago, that it could happen again because of these crappy power lines that they've installed and how some of these were the actual reason that the fire started in the first place. And that's just nuts. So you have over 800,000 residents affected by this simply because they're trying to uh, curb the, the chances of a wildfire happening. This is what I mean by earth's affliction. This is what I mean, because this is going to be like a, a climate change environmental aspect where we look at this type of stuff. This is what I mean by earth's affliction. You see, California's already signed up for the green new deal or is well Los Angeles specifically has signed up for the green new deal so they have to begin to make changes for these things and I've talked about California rationing water rationing electricity then they're they're going to begin to start rationing all these things because that's the plan that's communism what's good for all and not everybody can live the American dream out there in California. But here, let's let's get into this this next article. AOC unveils manifesto quote: A just society means rent control, abolish prisons, welfare for all illegals. We put this up October seventh. It says or October seventh. It comes from uh, the from from the Zero Hedge. It's by Tyler Durden. And before I get into this, uh, before I get into this, I really think people should know that. The idea is to bankrupt the system, so that it has to collapse, and and there's no other way for me to say that they have to collapse the system so that they can come through and offer another one. You know, I'm going to play for you guys at the end of this a video clip of Secretary Antonio and Antonio Gutierrez talking about the United Nations and how it may run out of money by the end of October, but. Before we do that let's let's get into this article. It says if it reads like a communist manifesto centrally plans like a communist manifesto and redistributes like a communist manifesto then it probably is a communist manifesto. None other than everyone's favorite once rep, once bartender uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez the Democrat from New York has unveiled her manifesto for a quote just society. And if you thought the Green New Deal was out there this one will amuse and amaze. Quote, a just society provides a living wage, safe working conditions, and health care. A just society acknowledges the value of immigrants to our communities. A just society guarantees safe, comfortable, and affordable housing. Quote, by strengthening our social and economic foundations, we are preparing ourselves to embark on the journey to save our planet by rebuilding our economy and cultivate a just society. Her plan is broken down into six separate sections. The, 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 the Recognizing Poverty Act, the Place to Prosper Act, the Embrace Act, the Mercy and Reentry Act, and the Uplift Workers Act guarantees the, social, guarantees the economic, social, and cultural rights for all. The Recognizing Poverty Act would adjust the federal po- poverty level to account for regional differences, which would seem to help poor people on the coasts more than the deplorables in the middle of the country. The Place to Prosper Act would prevent year-over-year rent increases of more than 3%. The EMBRACE Act would allow illegal immigrants to claim the same welfare benefits as U.S. citizens and those immigrants, here, those immigrants here legally. As a reminder, a federal public benefit is defined as, quote, any grant, contract, loan, professional license, or commercial license provided by an agency of the United States or appropriated funds of the United States. And any retirement, welfare, health, disability, public or assisted housing, post-secondary education, food assistance, unemployment benefit, or any other similar benefit for which payments or assistance are provided to an individual household or family eligibility unit by an agency of the United States or by appropriate funds of the United States. The Mercy and Reentry Act ensures full access to federal welfare benefits for all individuals with criminal convictions. This section was followed this morning by a pair of tweets promoting, quote, prison abolition, as AOC called for, quote, a real conversation about decarceration and prison abolition in this country, adding that, quote, a cage is a cage is a cage and humans don't belong in them. The Uplift Workers Act will adjust OMB scoring for the dollar-based worker friendliness, including union membership, when. When deciding on what entities deserve public funds. Finally, the bill instructs the executive branch the executive branch of, to re to re-initiate, reinitiate ratification processes for the International Covenant on Economic, Social and Cultural Rights. The ICESCR wow, states that all persons have the right to work, fair and just conditions of work, Social Security, and adequate standard of living, including adequate food, clothing and housing, and health care. So basically what we're talking about is just that the socioeconomic reformation as brought to you by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And all all it requires is your blind obedience. And so for someone like myself, every time I hear these types of things, when these people say freedom, it just means tyranny. It means security. You see? But... Let's let's see what else Alexandria Ocasio Cortez has produced since we're trying to give her 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 just dues. Let's see what else uh, Alexandria has produced because just like Greta Thunberg, she's running around the entire country and the world, whipping people up into a frenzy. You know, she's created the Green New Deal, inciting all this 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 climate anxiety. What else has Alexandria Ocasio Cortez produced? Hmm. Let's see possibly people saying that we must start eating babies to save the planet.
2: We're not going to be here for much long because of the climate crisis. We only have a few months left. I love that you support the Green Deal, but it's not getting, it, you know, getting rid of fossil fuel It's not going to solve the problem fast enough. A Swedish professor saying, you know, we can eat dead people, but that's not fast enough. So I think your next campaign slogan has to be this. We got to start eating babies. We don't have enough time. There's too much CO2. All of you, you 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 know you're pollutant Too much CO2. We have to start now. Please, you are so great. I'm so happy that you really support the new green deal but it's not enough. You know, even if we would bomb Russia, we still have too many people, too much pollution. So we have to get rid of the babies. That's a big problem. To she shakes her head. babies is not enough. We need to eat the babies. And this is very
0: Please. She begins to shake her head. AOC, if you guys watch it in a close-up, she actually does begin to shake her head. Uh, clearly, this lady trolled. She trolled the entire country, but... The problem with this actual troll is we don't know, we didn't know whether or not right off the bat, if she was kidding because of the outlandish things that people like AOC have been saying. And because it is crazy, it is lunacy, and people are buying into it, we don't know the difference. But this is what Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has produced in her short time of Congress. So the just society, as as as, as uh, idealistic as it sounds, in practice in, in, in theory, What is it going to look like in practicality? They're trying to take your guns, but they want to be able to let all these, they want to close the prisons. They want to close the camps and close the prisons. And they don't want people to have the right to defend themselves. What in the world? What kind of world is that? What kind of way is that? Oh, but don't you worry. You'll be able to work. You will for sure have a job. If you can get to it. (laughs) And I say that tongue in cheek because what this is, is dangerous. And so when you have people that that, that feel like they have a moral right to rule us as if they are the the true uh, moral compass, these are the people that tell you what is right and wrong. They tell you what is just. They tell you what is good. They tell you what is bad. That's dangerous, especially whenever this chick has like meth eyes. He's all bugged out looking at you. And she's producing people like Greta Thunberg and like this protester, even if they are trolling. There are people out there that have these type of thoughts. Otherwise, we wouldn't be hearing about uh, Swedish Swedish professors saying, hey, uh, uh, you can eat dead people. You wouldn't have people like Bernie Sanders saying, hey, abortion for climate change. Kill yourself for climate change. This is what the just society would produce. This is, this is dangerous now be, because we're beginning to talk about just that, the Georgia Guidestones living in harmony with the earth and all this other stuff. It is truly crazy, but I'm going to play for you guys essentially like a series of clips from the Extinction Rebellion uh, to these climate activists in London to even Jason Momoa, Aquaman, uh, Khal Drogo from, uh, uh, from from Game of Thrones talking about how humanity is a disease at the climate summit. And then I'm going to finish it off with something special for you guys. So let me go ahead and get these these, these uh, clips lined up for you guys, because this is where we're at these days. This is truly where we're at. Uh, so earlier this week, while you have Hong Kong protesters literally fighting for democracy, true democracy and freedom around the entire world, realizing that the world is watching them, you have protesters in London... Basically, doing shows saying, I fear for my child's future. Let's take a listen.
1: How old are your children? They're um ten months and four years. Okay. Yeah. No. I didn't, I didn't Can you see a picture? Those are the pictures of your children?
0: Yeah. Uh, nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm done here. Uh, if you guys I read a great article earlier that summed this up perfectly. A lot of these people are uh, middle class individuals who never really got into Hollywood and are trying to earn their acting points by joining up as activists. You have like protesters playing the role of an actor or actually you have actors playing the role of a protester. These people, you really got to understand. And and, and for audio listeners, they can't really see the video clearly because you're listening. But this guy's laughing, smiling. These are not the actions of somebody that's like passionate and serious about these types of things. The idea of a protest has become a joke. It literally has become a joke to these people. They want their five minutes of fame. They realize they have to carry out as much ridiculousness as possible to get the headlines. It's ironic because their name is Extinction Rebellion, yet over there in Hong Kong, you actually have people fighting for true liberty, fighting for true freedom, really rebelling against extinction because they're going to have their organs harvested for being political dissidents. These people are simply acting. You see? Let me play for you guys another clip of a few days before that of climate activists in London losing control of a hose spraying fake blood. And I think the reason why I get a little testy with these types of things is because we do have actual climate change issues. Like we actually have things that are going on in the environment that do require attention. But with people doing stupid stuff like this, it really does. uh, uh, It really does devalue the severity of the issues that we're actually facing. So I'll, I'll go ahead and read to you guys uh, the description about this, 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 this video that we're playing. Uh, but we put, out, we put this up October 3rd. It's from the Drudge Report feed. It says, climate activists in London lose control of a hose spraying fake blood. It says, from atop a decommissioned fire engine parallel parked in front of the British Treasury Building Thursday morning, climate activists began unleashing 1,800 liters of fake blood. The activists' plan, according to a statement about their protests, was to draw attention to what they say is the British government's inconsistent message, messaging on climate change. The government claims to be a world leader in studying the way humans have impacted global temperature and the decline of ecosystems worldwide, the activists say, while also pouring, quote, vast sums into fossil fuel exploration and carbon-intensive projects. But just moments, literally three seconds after they started their flashy assault, the activists lost control of their hose, and the fake blood that was supposed to cover the Treasury instead flooded into the streets of London. The group Extinction Rebellion apparently never regained control of the hose, leaving the facade of the Treasury mostly untouched. But the road and sidewalk were drenched in red water that was colored with, with food dye. Photos and videos taken during and after show the action. And that's what the video watchers are watching right now. But don't worry. We're not done. We're not done with Extinction Rebellion. We have one more short clip for you guys that shows you how these people are thinking, that shows you where we're going. And these are all friends. These are all comrades, to use a communist term. These are all comrades of people like Alexander Ocasio-Cortez. Right here, Extinction Rebellion founder threatens to, quote, bring down governments. Says, quote, some may die in the process. Let's take a listen.
3: We are going to force the governments to act, and if we don't, if they don't, we'll bring them down and create a democracy fit for purpose. And yes, some may die in the process. We are going to force the governments to act, and if we don't, if they don't, we'll bring them down and create a democracy fit for purpose. And yes, some may die in the process.
0: And this is Alexander Ocasio Cortez's. Just society. This is Agenda 21. This is Agenda 2030. Agenda 2050. This is the climate change agenda. This is the Green New Deal. This is the green agenda. And so when I started this episode off talking to you guys about how the communists, heaven forbid, they become like the eco-fascists that that, that I talked to you guys about, this is the birth pangs of it. This is what we're creating. This guy is out here whipping people into a frenzy the same way Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is. They want, to, they want to bring down the government. They want to install themselves as a leadership. If that doesn't sound a little bit scary to you, I really wouldn't know what to tell you. But speaking of scary, and speaking of telling you certain things, let's listen to Jason Momoa shaming humanity, calling us a disease at the UN Climate Summit.
3: We are the living consequence of forgotten traditions we suffer a collective amnesia of a truth that was once understood the truth that to cause irreversible damage to the earth is to bring the same unto ourselves we the island nations and all coastal communities are the front lines in this environmental crisis the oceans are in a state of emergency entire marine ecosystems are vanishing with the warming of the seas and as the waste of the world empties into our waters we face the devastating crisis of plastic pollution we are a disease that is infecting our planet. From the atmosphere to the abyssal zone we are polluted. It is a known fact that the great garbage patch floating in the Pacific is larger than the country of France we are the living consequence of forgotten traditions. I will agree with him there,
0: that we are the living, con- the living. we are living in the consequences of our bad decisions. I will agree with him there. But the shaming of humanity, the fear-mongering, the porn, the hatred, the nihilism, the apathy, this is not good. This is not what humanity needs to pull itself up from its bootstraps. So I'm going to finish off this segment and this episode, leaving you good people with r- some rather controversial information. Something that I'm still trying to scratch my head around. They say the world is like what? Like uh, all kinds of trillion dollars in debt? Who are we in debt to? And now you have the Secretary General, Antonio Gutierrez, saying that the United Nations may run out of money by the end of October. I'm wondering, good Lord, where is the money going? What What is happening? But here, let's take a listen.
2: United Nations could well run out of money by the end of this month. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres raised the alert in a letter addressed to all of the organization's 37,000 employees.
1: Mr. Guterres noted that the UN is running a deficit of 230 million US dollars, no thanks to member states fulfilling only 70% of their regular budget operations. The UN officials, speaking on condition of anonymity, said member states refused to increase contributions earlier this year when asked to.
2: Unspecified additional stopgap measures would now be introduced to ensure salaries and entitlements are paid, such as postponing conferences and meetings and reducing services. Official travel, that will also be restricted to only essential activities.
1: Not including what it pays for peacekeeping operations, the UN's operating budget for 2018-2019 is close
0: to 5.4 billion U.S. dollars of which the United States...
2: The United Nations well...
0: So here comes the carbon tax. Here it comes. They're going to be cutting all essential activities and literally only streamlining things. That's what the Extinction Rebellion leader just talked about, the founder just talked about, collapsing the governments and then creating a democracy with a purpose. That's exactly where we're at. And they're using us, humanity, as the issue... And that they need to con- that they need to control us, that they need to fix us, that we are the plague. You see how literally they literally chose Aquaman, the most broed out superhero guy here in a few years. Aquaman's not broed out, but Jason Momoa is. They've, they they got Jason Momoa to come up over there and tell you guys that you're a disease. And it's funny that they had this 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 uh, running out of money right after Greta Thunberg had her 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 debut uh, at the UN Climate Summit. I think that's interesting. They're saying they're going to run out of money right after they say that we need to start taking uh, climate action a lot more serious because they don't have the funds. Here comes a carbon tax. Here comes all kinds of other things to usher in the one world government. That's why you guys have to pay attention to all this crazy stuff that's going on. That's what I'm telling you. We are literally living in history right now. That's why these days are becoming increasingly chaotic and increasingly important, and you have got to make a choice. You've got to decide which side of the line you are on and where you want to be because it's getting really, really crazy out there. And believe it or not, we need your help more than you can think. This is Protesting Tyranny, Fourth Generational Warfare, and Earth's Affliction. However, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. I know, as always, we went over a lot. But I think it's, I just want to point this out real quick. This isn't Agenda 21, Agenda 2030 nonsense. When we touched on all the Jade Helm 15 protesting things and the civil unrest, the martial law that is coming to America, it is serious. You guys need to go to the episode article for this episode or just go into Instagram and type in hashtag Jade Helm 15. I'll put all the links for those living hashtags in the episode article every time we do these types of episodes it is to inform you to make you understand why it's important that we do things like this you guys need to repost the work you need to support what we're doing and you need to fight for a free fight for a future fight for the freedoms that you want use it or lose it however ladies and gentlemen that's all i really have for you guys and gals if you have any questions feel free to email me i'll have it in the description bar below and as always guys and gals stay vigilant expose lies and share truth this is noise era freedom faction out